To the cheeseheads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Rashawn Gary, your big one. Preston Smith, another one of your big ones. JJ Anagbari, unfortunately, suffered the injury, so he's likely out for most of the 2024 season. The Packers obviously spent a first-round pick last season on Lucas Van Ness, so he slots in right away as edge three. Um, and there's some depth there. I mean, there's some guys that they were developing that had nice training camps, but not really anybody that wasn't like a practice squad name throughout the 2023 season. So thoughts on that? Because I think edge is always one of those positions that, you know, the Packers could pick right at 25. They could take on day two. Like, I think edge is always a need for Green Bay. This might sound crazy, but I actually don't feel great about this room. I mean, you said it, like, J.J. Anagbari, great player, had a really, really nice season before he got hurt. I think it's really unfortunate, this injury, but he's going to be out. Like, take him out of this lineup for most of the season unless the Packers make a deep playoff push next season, which obviously we all hope that they do. You have Rashawn Gary, and that's it. Like, I think Preston Smith right now is one of the biggest question marks of whether or not he's on the 2024 roster, period, right, given his age and his contract. So right now you're looking at Rashawn Gary, period. So, and I think if nothing else, the 2023 season showed me that Rashawn Gary needs a buddy. And Rashawn Gary needs a buddy who can, like, I mean – I know I'm ignoring Lucas Van Ness, but I'm going to get there. Rashawn Gary needs a buddy who like can handle people because he, if not, you double team Rashawn and, and he can't really do much. I mean, we saw a lot of those issues. Like he did not flash a ton in the second half of the season. And now to Lucas Van Ness, I mean, he came on in the second half of the season and he had a handful of really nice sacks, but he was always going to be a developmental player. He was always going to be, exactly what Rashawn was when he was drafted, which was he probably wasn't going to have his splashy season until maybe even year three, right? So your expectations of him, at least in my opinion, and I would love your thoughts on this in 2024 is better, but I'm not expecting this next season to be his breakout campaign. If it is great, but you still need help. I don't think you can go into 2024 and be like, okay, LVN, take all of Preston Smith's snaps if he's not on the roster anymore and, like, send them. We're good. You you need a third player here in this rotation because um, otherwise I don't think the edge rush is going to be at all good enough to contend with some of the better offensive lines. Like, if you're thinking about the 49ers and the Chiefs and those better defensive pass rushes that we've seen in the league – the Packers are not even close to having the talent on the roster at the moment to be at that level, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, I think that uh, I I do think Preston is back. Like I think that he is in the rotation and I think that that makes things a little bit easier because I think Preston is a good buddy for Rashawn. Preston had a great, especially second half of the season. Like he was just dominant coming off the edge. And, but I do think that you need developmental guys, right? Because we know that Preston is a little bit older and we also know what happens when you lose an edge rusher to an injury. And Rashawn, of course, we're expecting to have another jump this year because he's one more year removed from the ACL. But yeah, like edge is always something that is a premier position. And if to affect the quarterback, you need guys that can take advantage. And I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, like the 49ers, because if you look at 
their depth chart, they have multiple players. They don't just have like the two edge rushers, you know, like they have guys that can line up inside. We talked about like, you know, how Zadarius Smith used to line up inside. I think Preston can do that a little bit. Rashawn can certainly do that. It'd be interesting to see them do that more with LVN, but they definitely will need some flexibility, especially if you're looking at like a base four three potentially with Halfley. So I I definitely would not be surprised if Edge becomes one of those positions that they take at like 41. Um, yeah. What about a grade? Or go ahead and finish I, with that. But. No, I was going to say like, see, I'm like really on the fence about Preston coming back. Really? I, I would love to look at the numbers a little bit more, but I I don't know. Some, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if he did, I'd say, yeah, I totally see it. And if he didn't, I'd say, yeah, I, I totally see it. I, I don't know. It is something about um, where they're at in the makeup of the roster that I can see it going either way. Um, personally, I'd love to have him back. I agree with you. I think he had a really nice season. Um, a, he's just a very quietly dominant player that impacts the pocket and sets the edge, um, which is something that I think the rest of the line He's the one player that has that skill set. I, I mean, go for it. Well, I was going to say he and Devondre Campbell are both under contract until 2027. And I feel like Devondre has gone. And I think I think I could see Preston honestly getting restructured to make, yeah. you know, a little bit more room. And I don't know, you know, I think he's like the Aaron Jones category, right? Where, yes, the contract hit is not incredible for your cap space, but we did see the cap is going up. That was, mm-hmm. you know, some news that came out today as well. But I think to your point, if you're looking at a team that had Rashawn Gary and LVN in year four, then maybe Preston Smith is mm-hmm. a little bit more disposable. But because LVN, you're hoping, takes like a huge sophomore jump, I think you need Preston to have those snaps because if you're relying on young guys there, like that's scary. I agree with you. No, I agree with you. It's just a matter of like, there, there's a lot I think that can be done in this room. And again, we just talked about it. Like, you know, you list the Colby Woodens and the Carl Brookses as defensive ends, but you saw them rush the passer this past season, right? Like, are they edge rushers to the pa- to the Packers? Are they defensive? I, you know, I don't know where they move them around. I think Carl Brooks maybe a little bit more to me is an edge rusher than he was a defensive end, but it's kind of neither here nor there. Like you need a third or fourth dominant pass rusher. And we talked, if you've been listening to the show for a while now, we've talked a lot about some of Rashawn's, you know, maybe his Achilles heel, if you will, which is that sometimes his lane integrity is not the best. And he finds himself behind the quarterback because he rushes too far back. And then he's just kind of out of the play, you know, and that's great. He takes alignment out, which leaves room open for somebody else. But then you need that somebody else, right? You need that Preston, you need that LVN, you need that fourth person, whomever it is. Um, And who knows, maybe Halfley, you know, he's been known to do some creative stuff. He's been known to do some like extra pressure man fronts. He's been known to send some, you know, DB blitzes, but like, that's not sustainable. Like you need to be always, you need to always be able to have, I think four or five guys who can rush the quarterback, whether that's at edge or defensive end. And I just don't, 
they need to fill that room with at least one more person. So you asked about grade. Um, I'm at a C plus, B minus. Okay. I, I just, I, I don't, I know that you can't go off stats, but they didn't live up to my expectations in the 2023 season in terms of their ability to get the quarterback on the ground. And again, that's not the end all be all, but at the same time, when you're getting paid at the level that Preston and Rashawn are getting paid, I want to see more sack numbers. Like I want to see more quarterback hits and pressure grades to be higher than they did in 2023. Yeah. I, I think I might be a little bit higher. I was like B minus B, um, potentially leaning B just because I think, you know, the, the room is a talented one, but like you said, the expectations are there then. So you're hoping that LVN takes a jump in year two and that would push the arrow forward. Like, I think the arrow is still pointing up and we're talking about losing JJ Nagbari. Like it's some huge thing and it does suck because yeah. that is, you know, a rotational piece, but it's not like losing Rashawn, you know? So, I mean, yeah, yeah, you lost yeah. your fourth edge rusher. So drafting someone you're hoping I think can make the, a similar impact even as a rookie so yeah, yeah. maybe couple- maybe my grade is more of where I graded them in 2023 versus where I grade them in the future is that, that I'm probably sense. more of with you and that I know that they can do better that's why I was like disappointed in 2023 is like I know that the talent on the roster is there to impact the game and that could be scheme right like Jeff could come in and and do more with the talent there um I think my expectations are high because the talent is there because I know that these players can do more than what we saw in 2023 